Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Thanks for the great company, Radio Family, as we again welcome you to the weekend edition of Community Focus. Heard here on our Odyssey stations, great conversation with great members of our Community Focus family. And he's back. And I'm talking about Joel Leonard. As we continue in our workforce development series, uh, Joel, you've helped all types of people from ex-offenders looking for jobs to uh, C-suite executives looking for talent and trying to grow those talent pools to retain and attract employers. And I just wanted to just take this opportunity to say to you directly, my friend, thank you for all that you have done. And not just for today's program, but what you have contributed to our community since you and I have known each other for the last 20 some years. We have just seen so much change in our various counties and areas of North Carolina. And it's just so wonderful to be able to have this series of conversation and discussions on the subject matter of not only the maintenance profession, but companies that are now coming to North Carolina looking for a particular uh, skill set or talent pool from individuals who are looking for jobs. So the fact that we're trying to play matchmaker, if you will, those who are looking for employment and especially for companies who are looking for employers. And the great thing that I also like to say, Joel, is that every time we are together for this discussion, there is usually some type of major job event that comes to the area and today is not going to be any different as there's a huge uh, MFG Expo that's going to be coming to the Charlotte, North Carolina area. So that's what I want. MFG just stands for manufacturing. <laughs> right. There you go. So this huge manufacturing expo that's coming. In fact, it's going to be June 14th through the 16th. So for anyone listening to you and I, Joel, and can take this information down, whether you're somewhere stationary and can write it down, or you can put it in your notes on your various electronic devices. This is going to be taking place at the Charlotte Convention Center, where the all-new IME South is the 6-in-1 Advanced Design and Manufacturing Expo that's giving those in attendance a comprehensive view of the product life cycle from prototype to production. So this is an absolute wonderful opportunity to come out and explore the latest insights and solutions spanning med tech, 
packaging, automation, plastics, design, and processing. I know you're super excited about this, so I'm going to turn the floor over to you and and let you give us more particulars on this, please. Yeah, this this has really been a special program for me to support. This is a it's kind of a coming out party for folks to get back into manufacturing after right. COVID, uh, because th- there's going to be there's already about two thousand people registered. They're anticipating at least three. Uh, it's coming. It's coming up June fourteenth to the sixteenth. And if any of the listeners want to go, they can just go to imengineeringsouth.com. imengineeringsouth.com, and they can register. They have to register to get in, and then uh, they can go uh, tour the expo floor. They can go see all the exhibits. Uh, it's a great thing. Area manufacturers need to plan on being there because if they're having supply chain issues, there's 350 exhibitors there. Wow. So there, there'll be great opportunities to make connections. Absolutely. Employers could go there and maybe find some talent. Uh, it, it's really going to be a, a very powerful uh, interaction. And they've allowed me, believe it or not, to set up the day three of the conference. I'm actually organizing a uh, the third day wow. on workforce development. The whole day Beautiful. of panels is all people that I'm, I'm bringing in, and I'm bringing in an assortment of folks. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Not just manufacturers. I'm, you know, if you want to change the community, you got to change uh, and get people to appreciate manufacturing. Well, you got to have more than just manufacturers there. So we've got uh, manufacturing leaders. We've got educators. We've got... Uh, uh, university educators, we've got uh, students coming in. I've even got a 17-year-old kid that I met when he was nine years old speaking before a congressional maker summit. And uh, uh, seven years ago or eight years ago, 
this kid's now going to be a moderator on my session. Wow. That is amazing. I, I love this kid. And his mom went to MIT, uh-huh. and she's a mechanical engineer. She's coming. We've got uh, Marshall Brain. Uh, uh, the, if you have not seen this website, everybody, you need to go to it, HowStuffWorks.com. Excellent. I love this website. This was created by a North Carolina State instructor who sold it to Discovery Channel for $250 million. Wow. And the, wow. And the guy who did it, his real name, he didn't make this up, his real name is Marshall Brain. <laughs> love it. I love it. And I love the and, fact, Joel, that we are talking, as you mentioned earlier, a solid group of panelists. There's going to be discussions, exhibits, and events planned to restore and even grow not just North Carolina, but even South Carolina manufacturing performance levels. And let me just add as an incentive, and and you're aware of this, Joel, but let's make this aware to our radio family. Your free expo pass will give you access to top manufacturing exhibitors, 20-plus free education sessions, and even discounted admission to the welcome reception at the NASCAR Hall of Fame. So this is really going to be a a excellent um, two to three day event that's taking place in Charlotte. Yeah, it's three days. Three and days, uh, yeah. oh, by the way, I, I've got you won't believe this. I've What's got this? three panelists mm-hmm. that I've uh, that I met. Through, I mean, this the this the beauty of COVID. Uh, it's it's one of those un- silver linings. As we all move to, to Zoom, right? Right, right. So I got to know some folks uh, via Zoom calls in Kathmandu, Nepal. Wow. And so now they're over here getting their master's degrees at Bowling Green uh, University up in Ohio. Mm-hmm. And I've got them. I got three young, talented, super talented gals uh, getting their PhDs and masters going to come down and add to the panel. Excellent. So we got people from all over the world coming yeah, in coming. for this. And, so, and, and again, Kathmandu is about as far as you can go around the world without getting close. So, Absolutely. Uh, so, <laughs> very, so very it, true. It, it's incredible. Uh, some of the folks we got coming in and, and, and being a part of this. And, and it's really going to be a great learning experience. Experience and, Very true. And again, I, I hope that anybody's looking for a job comes down there because we've got several. We've got Bright Plastics, Kenna Metal, mm-hmm. uh, Progress Rail, and have uh, the, one of the economic developers that helped recruit Boom to come down. So, yeah. uh, so we've got that on our uh, on our first session at nine thirty on Wednesday. I mean, on the Thursday, the sixteenth. So, so we've got. Uh, this again is imengineeringsouth.com. That's where you need and to go, great. Radio Family, to get additional information. And Joel, again, in, in thinking about this being a wonderful three day event and where we are, we're, we're kicking off a brand new month in June. And typically, like we were just discussing uh, earlier in our conversation, is the fact that this will be ideal particularly for students that are graduating from their various yeah. schools, you know, whether it's from high school, because some some kids don't necessarily go to college. They go right into the workforce. And then you mm-hmm. also have kids that are also graduating from 
major colleges and universities and also technical schools that are looking for employment. So here is a great way to absolutely have three solid days of networking with these up-and-coming companies that, that are going to converge down in Charlotte at the convention center. You know, this is so important, Renee. I'm going to break my cardinal rule. I will allow people to call me oh, and ask me great. questions. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Well, please share that information. <laughs> so my phone number, anybody write this down. You That's can right. call me about this or anything else you want to talk about, about the workforce. But if you want to come, I'll be more than happy to help you and get you in uh, this this event. Uh, my number is 336 338 Ten eleven. That's three three six, three three eight ten eleven. And I'm Joel Leonard, and and I'm more than happy to help anybody uh, uh, get a job, get get connected, Excellent. get uh, uh, find out what's going on. I mean, that's our whole point of what we're doing here on this program. And I'm so right. grateful to Renee for allowing us. Again, my number is three three six three three eight ten eleven, or you can email me at Joel, J O E L. S-K-I-L-L-T-V, JoelSkillTV at gmail.com. Wonderful, Joel. JoelSkillTV at gmail.com. I really appreciate you for doing that. And, and Radio Family, in all fairness, please treat my friend kindly. Please call him, <laughs> you know. During, as we say, regular business hours, I don't want anyone calling you like after midnight or so because, you know, I don't I don't know what your sleep schedule is, Joel, but I'm sure I'm I'm really looking forward to the next time that we get together and we'll set a date for this off air when we get you back, because I'm just going to be so excited to hear about how many people have contacted you now that you are just so graciously willing to uh, share your contact information with us. Well, and again, it's an honor to support your community and, and get more people working. I, I do enjoy interacting with uh, your listeners. They, they seem to be a higher quality folks than I typically encounter. Uh, they seem to be focused. They seem to have what you and I have talked about for years. Right. That PhD, the poor, hungry, and driven. Yes. And poor, not necessarily financially, but poor in the fact that they're not satisfied with where they are. They're hungry enough to go out and do it, and they're driven to overcome any obstacles that they overcome. Absolutely. And if you've got a Ph.D., you're growing, you're not shrinking. That's right. I love that, Joel. I love that. And, of course, I look forward to our next great conversation that I know will be forthcoming. So let's just do that. Let's make plans to get our next conversation underway. And, again, in the meantime, Radio family also want to share that you always will have access to our Odyssey Stations podcast. So as you're listening to us, have this conversation right now. Joel, the nice thing, of course, about having a podcast is that you can listen to it again in its entirety at your leisure. Because the podcasts, of course, are, are typically up and running 24-7. So. And if you like it, you can share it with other people. That's we right. do have... I know for a fact we've got listeners who go to church and they talk about our discussions at church. So uh, if people want to share this with their congregations or mm-hmm. share this with their friends or other groups and that's they right. want to help more people rise out of poverty, that's it felt, well, that's really the just of what we're doing here. That's we're right. We're trying to make sure that the underserved and those who want 
to do better in their life can do better. Because and we're giving them the information and resources to do it. And our next speaker is going to help them learn what's going on from the city level in Greensboro. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you, my friend, again, as usual, for everything you do. And thank you, Radio Family, for the great company that you give us every weekend as well. So talk about spreading the word. Please do. And thank you for the great company. You are listening to the weekend edition of Community Focus. Radio Family. Good morning and welcome back. Another weekend edition of Community Focus getting underway here on our Odyssey stations and another fine opportunity to chat with members of our Community Focus family to find out that they continue to be wonderful things taking place in our communities. And it is so good to have my good friend Joel Leonard back with me. We will pick up where we left off last time as part of our workforce development series as Joel continues to be the leader at building pipelines of skilled technicians and helping to grow respect and appreciation of the maintenance profession. So, Joel, good morning. How are you, my friend? Welcome back to Community Focus. Well, thank you so much, Renee. Sorry we've had a little break here, but, yeah, yeah, good to be back and and glad to be here, especially with the very powerful and resourceful guests that we have this morning. Absolutely. And you know what? Look what you did there. That is such a wonderful, if you will, uh, way to introduce. I'm going to give you the honors of doing so. Because you're right, Uh, Joel, every time we have great conversation on this particular subject matter, and let me, if I can, before you introduce the newest member of our Community Focus family, I just wanted to give our radio family a shout out of kudos. Because, Joel, we were just talking about this before we got on air, how much you are getting wonderful feedback from the conversations that we have on this various public affairs show about this topic matter and you were just sharing with me minutes ago how you will just be somewhere and someone will approach you and say hey aren't you that guy (laughs) on the radio it's the funniest thing (laughs) i mean my voice i I guess it's distinctive because uh, people come up to me and they're like you're Joel Leonard. Uh, I hear you all the time. I have no idea what you look like. That's got to be your voice. Right. And so, so anyway, yeah, this is, a, and you know, it, it's so cool that you're allowing us and QMG allows us to put a focus on these opportunities because, you know, when you and I, Renee, first met, uh, uh, 20 years ago almost, right. uh, we literally, this this North Carolina was the evacuation zone. We were that area that Ross Perot talked about in 92. We right. were that incredible sucking sound, and all mm-hmm. the jobs were being evacuated. Mm-hmm. And companies were moving out, and every night it was a constant, like an obituary column of businesses announcing their closures, announcing their departures, announcing layoffs. And now we've got the opposite problem. And I hate to even put it in as a problem. It's a great blessing. Yes. But uh, but it's a definitely a serious challenge when we're in the opposite effect. We've gotten at least 25,000 new jobs in North Carolina this year. And we've got more companies on, on the verge. I heard that uh, I'm not supposed to say which companies it is, but I've heard we've got over 2 million square foot of properties already in development. They're just waiting on permits to get processed, and then they'll start making the job announcements. 
Absolutely. So we ain't done yet. And, and <laughs> no, so we're just getting gotta, started. <laughs> and, and so this is a terrific opportunity for people that are, you know, don't have a uh, – uh, don't have the financial means or having prosperous opportunities now to start getting them. And, and so that's why I'm delighted to have a gentleman who's been in the forefront of helping uh, attract these companies, helping secure them, and also helping develop some of the strategies. We happen to have City Councilman Jan- Justin Outling on the call this morning, and, and he's going to give us some insight and perspective that I, I think we haven't gotten yet. So so thanks, Justin, for joining us this morning. Good morning. Good morning. My absolute pleasure. Thank you for the invitation. Absolutely, Justin. And let me officially welcome you as the newest member of our community-focused family. You family officially now, so that's how short-lived any newbie title with me is. So <laughs> <laughs> you, you are official, my friend. <laughs> Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about yourself and, and especially what role you play in, in helping us to have an understanding, especially when it comes to this particular subject matter, when we talk about the maintenance profession in general. Well, and, and I want to broaden this, not just from maintenance. Right, maintenance right. is a key aspect to, to this, but uh, because that's really a category that most people don't even consider or think about. And here we are, we live in an area that has the very big maintenance air aviation company, all of the uh, boom jobs, they'll require a lot of maintenance. A lot of these high-tech equipment require a lot of maintenance, and people don't even think of that. They think of maintenance as janitorial. Exactly. So, so they don't realize the importance of it, but there's also a lot of other technology jobs and other things that are going to short skill sets or in short supply and 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 I want Justin to kind of expand on that too. But uh, so anyway, Justin, the uh, floor is yours, sir. Yeah, thank you. Well, I, again, thank you for the opportunity to join the conversation. I have been a member of Greensboro City Council since uh, 2015, and so in that role, I've worked with others on the city council as well as others in the community, and working hard to really bring more jobs to our community uh, for members of our community to really enjoy. Right. And, you know, by training, I'm a lawyer, uh, but my experience in life is deeply informed uh, by that of my father. Uh, we live in Buffalo, New York. My father had a really terrific middle-class uh, job at a manufacturer of lenses for eyeglasses. And those jobs left our area and went overseas. Mm-hmm. And so I saw kind of the impact that that had on our community which wasn't prepared in terms of making sure that people were in positions to take advantage of the jobs that were there. Um, and I saw my father take a job as a garbage man that really taught us really important lessons about working hard and getting up when you get knocked down, right. but also making sure that you're looking forward for your community and have your pulse on jobs of the future, not just the jobs of today. And so I've devoted a lot of my time on city council on just doing everything possible to increase the number of jobs, mm-hmm. the quality of jobs, and really fight to make sure that it's members of our community that benefits from the jobs that do come. Absolutely, Justin. And I, I don't think the timing could be any better, particularly as we are having this conversation and we are in this particular month or time of the year. And I'm referencing this because this is typically around graduation time 
where you have kids either coming out of high school and particularly coming out of college. And many are looking to, of course, try to as immediately as possible enter the workforce. But there was a time where those jobs just weren't there, particularly in this area that we're focusing on. And just as Joel mentioned, now you have companies that are having such a difficult time in hiring people. So how do you address that issue with young persons who do have or want to show an interest in, in being a part of this, of this skill set that's so greatly needed? In many ways, I think one of the most important things, though, to realize is the best work preparing people for jobs and developing their skills happen before the jobs come. And so that's why I'm just so grateful to Joel for all the work that he's done in the community, including exposing persons to opportunities that broaden their interests and furtherance of them developing their skills so that when the jobs come, you know, they're ready Uh, to take advantage of them. And so a large part of it is really exposing people to different jobs and helping them develop their skills, um, you know, to take advantage of those jobs. Another thing that our community does is really workforce development. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's a way of saying giving people opportunities to develop their skills. And so our area has an organization called Guilford Works, which is the workforce development group that does things like work with businesses to develop apprenticeship programs. And so people can get jobs uh, in a number of areas. And so there's a whole kind of multitude of things uh, that happen in that connection. Absolutely. And Joel, anything else that you wanted to address to Justin while we, why, while we have him here on the program, if I can get my words well, together. You know, and, and again, uh, we have a, a very good audience here and I'd like uh, him to kind of share with them what, we can do because again we've gotten an influx of very good jobs coming Mm -hmm. and what can we do to get more of the underserved communities have the confidence and the uh uh, and the appreciation for these jobs because you know we we live that long ago we were in a post-industrial area Mm -hmm. people thought of manufacturing they thought of norma ray they thought they had a very negative image of it what can we do to help uh, reach into the churches reach into the communities get these kids lifted up and adults and get them repackaged into these new jobs and and get some of these uh, uh positions filled by underserved people who desperately need income increase. Yeah. So that's, that's a terrific question. I think the first thing that we as a community have to really recognize is that for many of these jobs and recent announcements, I think Joel, you mentioned a couple Toyota uh, out in Randolph County boom at the airport, for example, it's important to recognize that these are regional employers, uh, meaning that, there will be provision of jobs, but those jobs will be located outside of the city of Greensboro. And so it's really important for us as a community to recognize that reality and do everything that we can to reduce the barriers to Greensboro residents being the ones benefit from those jobs. Because if we don't do that, those jobs are just as likely to be um, jobs that go to persons in Randolph County or for sites and the like. And so we have to make sure that we do things like provide transportation out to those jobs, 
things like making sure that before the jobs get here in, say, 2024 or 2025, mm-hmm. Greensboro residents have the skills, so they're the ones who get hired for these jobs that will help lift our community out of one that's of relatively high poverty. And so, you know, we really have to be very deliberate in that regard in recognizing that we have not crossed the finish line. These are opportunities to be successful. It's not a success yet for our community. The second thing is we have to really educate members of our community better than we have about just how high quality these types of jobs are, you know, both in terms of the pay, also in terms of the intellectual stimulation. Um, Joel, as you suggested, for some of these jobs, they just really have negative stereotypes and connotations with them. But the reality is they provide really wonderful wages, tremendous job security, and they also provide an opportunity for people to make great wages without having to take lots and lots of debt to get there, uh, like many persons, including myself, had to do uh, in terms of pursuing a, a profession as a lawyer. And so I think that those are, are two things that are really, really important. Absolutely, well, and, and I want to expand this into the other aspect we didn't bring up. We were, we're talking about the uh, the influx of new jobs. Well, well, you know, those companies, the, who's, who's most qualified to do those jobs? Right. It's the people already doing them. Mm. And there's a big concern uh, about the cannibalization of the existing workforce by these new employers. And so there, there's a term that I created, Justin, I call it the vacuum jobs. They're going to suck out the existing employers out of their current job into their company. And so, you know, something we need to also focus on is what do we do to prepare the existing employers who are going to lose a lot of their talent? We definitely can't let them be destabilized in this growth process. So, so what can we do about that? Yeah, no, that's, that's another you know, terrific point. You know, part of it is looking at the actual pipeline of persons who go into these new jobs, as well as when there's kind of displacement and people leaving their current jobs for the new jobs. Um, and that's kind of expanding and helping to support our career technical education programs offered through Guilford County Schools. You know, so, Joel, as you're certainly aware, these are programs that are really focused on giving and helping young persons in the county school system have jobs or have skills such that when they graduate, they're ready on day one to take on some of these really wonderful technical jobs um, with further education or not. And so, you know, that's the long-term work of making sure that we have a really sustainable pipeline of really talented people who are in our community and ready to take advantage of these, these, uh, these jobs. Well, and and that's a great point. Hey, I want to also share with you, I've been advising another community, something I think Greensboro may want to consider doing. Uh, So, again, the employers are having to buy radio ads or having to buy TV ads or trying to get the the, the boom and the Toyota. Everybody knows about them, but the existing employers are kind of lost. And so I uh, just advised another community. And they're looking at implementing this, and this is something Greensboro and other communities may want to do, is to allocate five to ten minutes in each city council meeting and itemize and create a list and go through a roll of every employer that they get they can uncover uh, 
that's looking to hire more than five to ten people. Oh, yeah, that's, 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 yeah, that's a terrific idea, Joel. That's a terrific idea. And that puts it on the public record. That puts mm-hmm. it in the spotlight. That adds things for discussion. You could bring in some of the employers to come in and, and talk about why they're frustrated, talk about what their jobs are about, and do that during the city council meeting, which that'll get some media coverage. And, that'll, and again, making that a regular drumbeat mm-hmm. into the, the public discussion as to, man, this company's hiring. I didn't even know they were here. Uh, so that, that's something you, you might want to think about, Justin. Uh, I want to give that idea to you, too. So, Yeah, that, that's a terrific idea. And, and th- apps like that just increase the knowledge and awareness of good jobs in our community uh, for which a college education isn't necessarily required. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, just, just yesterday uh, at my uh, – Children's School Jones Elementary in Greensboro, uh, they were uh, lucky enough to get a big stone a spirit rock kind of donated to the school. And I was talking with uh, one of the gentlemen with one of the companies that was sponsoring the effort, and he was sharing with me information about how much and how good of a job uh, was had by the person who was responsible for securing the rock. And I think for most people, it will blow their minds to realize the wages that that person earned for that job, which is very important. Uh, but it's also one that he developed the technical skills to do it and do it well. And it did not require taking on massive amounts of debt uh, through uh, obtaining a college degree. For many children in our community, there is an exposure to understanding that those jobs exist. And so it's really important, you know, through efforts like the one and the idea you just shared, Joel, to kind of share that awareness with community and furtherance of more of our neighbors and friends uh, getting those terrific jobs and our wonderful employers having people there to help sustain their businesses and grow our economy. Yeah, I really do think we're going to need to really love our existing employers a lot more than what we currently do. Uh, I know that there's some efforts and tension and all of that, but uh, they need it. They, 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 again, they're they're freaking out. I've been talking to several employers, and they're losing business because they don't have the talent. And so um, if we could put that regular spotlight, and I think the city council is a great bully pulpit to do that. So um, I hope that uh, you get some buy-in from others and, and y'all can implement that strategy. But, uh, uh, but yeah, this is so great to have you on here. Absolutely. Uh, uh uh, I, I really do think that uh, uh, this area is just amazing to me to see where we were to where we are. And, and again, if we do not, uh, I'm, one of the things we got to be leery about is we're now the destination location. That can change real quick if, if, if once employers start telling people that we don't have the talent for them to hire, uh, people start moving away. So will companies start closing down or, or making plans not to come here because they don't, we don't have that talent pool. So we really do need to put an increased focus. And one of the things that frustrates me is, as a, you know, you mentioned my trailer that I go around and try to get awareness on. Mm-hmm. I don't get a lot of help from a lot of the existing school systems, Justin, and I don't know how to break that. A lot of them they see me as competitors. <laughs> and I'm anything but. So if you got some ideas on how I can overcome that obstacle, I'd appreciate it because I'm 
you know, I'm trying to grow the pipeline, not trying to 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 mess with their pie, so to speak. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I was just turned down by my alma mater, the high school that I went to, because they said I was too much overlap to what they're doing, and they're not doing anything like what I'm doing. It was all because they felt threatened by me doing what I'm doing. It's frustrating. It's it's so frustrating when you try to make a difference and all you're doing is getting obstacles. Yeah, and and, and, and the the school system locally is, is you know Joel kind of separate from the city, but certainly uh, I will encourage the school system to participate and take full advantage of the wonderful resource that you lead on, and you know we'll just keep on moving forward in it. I mean, there are a lot of children in our community who benefit from the exposure as well as the skill enhancement, and so I'm hopeful whether it's through the county schools or whether it's through uh, city sponsored summer programs or uh, jobs programs, which the city uh, now has a program, uh, which I hope will be expanding and receive a lot more city support. And they benefit from the opportunity to be exposed to some, you know, wonderful careers that they, quite frankly, may otherwise never learn about and develop the skills necessary to really take advantage of the opportunities. Uh, we're all working so hard to hope to create. Absolutely. So that's wonderful. It is. Uh, and Renee, you got anything you'd like to add? Well, I just wanted to say, as, as sort of in addition to, to the great comments that have come from, from both of you gentlemen, uh, Justin, I think it's also a benefit to, to have you on this program to really shine the spotlight on what we have been discussing as regards to workforce development. First of all, you've been serving on the City Council of Greensboro for how long now? Uh, now about seven years. Okay. Well, thank you for your service to our communities. And again, this is why I appreciate having conversations like this on, on our public affairs program, because in addition to what our listeners are hearing this morning here on this program, I also wanted to say that spread the word, a radio family, let others know about this. And the great thing, speaking of workforce development, and especially in the age where we are, with technology is to check us out on our various podcasts. Our, our company Odyssey has a podcast that you can directly access and can hear this very conversation that the three of us are having on this program. So that long after we go our separate ways, this conversation will still be here. And the, the great thing about it, Justin, is that if someone will listen to this Perhaps if they can't reach out to you directly or reach out to you, Joel, at least they have heard about the information and can inquire. Because like you said, whether we are looking to find those to fill those roles as our baby boomers are retiring, I think about individuals who are trying to basically recreate themselves because I'm referencing this to the pandemic and the impact it's still having on a lot of our area residents and families. A lot of people lost their jobs because of COVID-19 and they're still looking for employment. But many, like you said, gentlemen, don't have the skill set. They don't know where to go. So here we have this opportunity to talk about what is needed and how we can get individuals connected to these jobs that are so desperately needed. And that was just basically all I wanted to contribute to the conversation. So I'll send it all back to either one of you if you wanted to comment on that. 
Well, just to add to that, when if you ever do the city council announcement thing, the other thing is is to highlight the apprenticeships and the classes. Exactly. You know, it blows me away that some of the classes that get hired instantly, as soon as you get in the class, there's right. companies already ready to hire you before you even finish class. And we and the community colleges just don't have enough people taking those classes. And so we need to highlight them in these city council meetings, too, so that, again, people know where to get these programs, where to get the scholarships, and where to get the funding. Yeah, Joel, that, that, that's so true. I mean, it's, it's absolutely amazing how many employers kind of actually pre-hire through uh, many of these programs. And so I encourage everyone to, you know, check out Guilford Works. They have a relatively new adult apprenticeship program called Gear Up ASAP, mm-hmm. which really focuses on different clusters and different jobs, whether it be welding or more recently aviation, uh, because there are jobs out there, uh, especially if you develop that specialized skill set, and it can be done in months or a couple of years and really change um, not only your career, but, you know, really your family tree. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and some of the jobs are just in places that are unexpected. You know, my wife worked in a clothing manufacturer as a pattern maker. Mm-hmm. So, you know, figuring out the way to actually construct clothing. Um, while she got a degree and she uh, got a master's degree, traditionally, and I think the reality is, it is a job that doesn't require a degree, but is a position that can really support a household. Mm-hmm. And the situation that many clothing manufacturers are running into is just they don't have people that have developed those skills. And so there are you know, pots of jobs like that everywhere um, in areas and topics I think a lot of people will be surprised to learn. Um, you know, people sometimes think of manufacturing and thinking of, you know, hard equipment and the like. And, you know, that, for example, is something that deals with clothing and textiles. And so, uh, Joel, again, thanks for all you're doing to bring more awareness to, to positions like those. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for giving us the time today. Absolutely. Uh, uh, and we really appreciate with you and the city and everything you're doing the very best. And, and just let us know what else we can do to grow these efforts, because we're not stopping. Uh, we're going to continue to rise. And if we don't uh, rise with it, we're, we're going to miss out. So uh, we've got to change our culture. We've got to change our community focus. Uh, and what better way to do it than work with Renee at Community Focus. So. <laughs> Justin, thank you very much. It was a wonderful opportunity to not only get to meet you first and foremost, but thank you for the information that you shared with us today. Thank you. Thank you. I enjoyed it a lot. Absolutely. And thank you, Radio Family. For the good things you are doing in our communities, keep up the great work. Be safe and enjoy the rest of your weekend as you have been listening to the weekend edition of Community Focus. Until that next time, take care. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 